0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you tonight the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Jesse and Joe, Episode 7, Brand Loyalty. Hi, I'm Joe.
1: Hi, I'm Jesse.
0: And today we'll be talking about brand loyalty. Yay! Yeah, but first we're going to talk about what games came in the mail.
1: What games came in the mail? Um, the only one that I know of for sure that we haven't talked about recently is, um, Pirate Flag, which came
0: yesterday? Yesterday? I think it was. Yep. Yesterday or Friday. One of those. know. Yeah, by Card hmm Yep, and that is a six-player game, yep. I believe, uh, to capture the flag with uh, pirate themes.
1: And we'll talk more when we get into, uh the little
0: things, games we played, which we can probably just go into right now, because we actually played Pirate's Flag. Yes. Yep, we played that. And, um, five player games, like that. Yep, we played um, five of them. And, uh, the miniatures, the ship miniatures were really, really well, well done. And there's little holes in the back that um, are for the the, the flag. Mm-hmm. So the flag is little black plastic flag with a pole. So you put it in the back of the the pirate ships. And there's three different models of pirate ships. And uh, so you start out, and whoever makes it to the... Uh, is it Pirate's Cove or something like that?
1: I think so. Whoever gets to the flag first, you use two dice, two dice to mm-hmm. get to the flag first, and then it's one dice on the way back.
0: Right, but whoever gets to it first increases their hand size by one for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And then it's just to basically um, capture the flag. You're going at everybody mm-hmm. and anybody. It's a very aggressive game. It can be. Yeah. So it's it's a very take that. Yeah. Um, everyone wants the flag and they want to get back to the, the Dread Sea to win. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, 30 to 60 minutes, roughly.
1: It didn't feel like a it's very...
0: very fast-moving. Yes,
1: it was a very fast-moving game. It didn't feel like it was a very long game. Yeah,
0: there's not much time for analysis paralysis. No. So, um, with, uh, another game we played is Unstable Unicorns. You really like that one? hmm Why do you like that one?
1: Because it's just a very simple
0: card game.
1: Basically what you're trying to do is everybody starts off with a little baby unicorn in their stable, And what you're trying to do, you're trying to get unicorns from your hand down on the table before everybody else gets them down. And you can use upgrades on them. You can downgrade other people's unicorns so they can't, you know, I don't know what, like some of them you can't put any
0: more unicorns down. Yeah, the downgrades are played on other people's mm -hmm. stables so they can't, do certain effects or play unicorns or, or do, you're hindering their progress. And then the upgrades you play in your own stables uh, to improve your chances.
1: Yeah, it's just a fun little, little party game that I like
0: because
1: it kind of it reminds me a little bit of Munchkin in a way, because you're just playing stuff on like your in front of you or in front of somebody else. And, and we
0: got that one on Amazon for you, is I correct? think so, yeah. yeah. There's quite a few expansions for that as well.
1: There are, but we don't, I don't think we have any of
0: expansions. Not yet, but there's always Christmas. Um, what is the other... Oh, uh, I played Lanterns. Um, yep, that's uh, up to a four-player game, Tile Lane, where you are um, organizing the Lantern Festival. Or the Emperor. I think I've and uh, yeah, it's a fairly fun game. So you'll play a, a lantern tile mm-hmm. and if you match the color in front of you then you get that color plus the color that's aimed at you and then you go around the board and give a card for, for the other three players that are playing and they get a color of the, the tile that's aimed at them. And uh, you, you will turn in your lantern cards for sets and, and get uh, um, points for that. So, when the last lantern tile has been played, then game's over. You count your point. I think uh, one final round after the last tile's been played, and then you can trade in one final time, mm-hmm. and then count the points. and the Game's over. Uh, the other one that I've been playing recently is Cthulhu Realms, and that is a two-player card game. And that is, uh, if you've ever played Hero Realms or Star Realms, it's a two-player game. It's just one person against the other. They have a deck, and they're building a better deck. So you're you're trying to take away uh, their sanity in this. So Cthulhu, it's cthulhuian based where you're dealing with sanity and insanity, and so you want to keep your sanity. You want to deal them insanity, and they each person starts out with 50 sanity, um, and then you you deal you you play cards to deal damage to attack them, and so I don't know, 20 30 minutes. about. so
1: is that kind of like um the Madness one that we've got? Mountains of Madness? Not no,
0: madness? Okay. I mean it's same realm, mm-hmm. but it's this is this is a card game that's just two players. You're you're against the other player. Okay. Oh,
1: so it's not like Mountains of Madness. Mountains of Madness, I remember you telling me, was a cooperative game yes, where everybody and has to work together.
0: Lovecraft, whereas this is Cthulhu, okay. and there's there's a thin line where that crosses over. Mm-hmm. But it's this this directly deals with Cthulhu creatures, okay. whereas Mountains of Madness directly relates with the Lovecraft theme and uh, that era, and then just insanity. Okay. So, yep. And that's pretty much what I've played recently, or we've played recently.
1: I've played Disney Emoji Blitz, but that's yeah. on my phone.
0: Yeah, because you're addicted to that. I
1: am, yeah, just leave yep. it. And there was an event going on this past weekend. One thing I am going to say about Pirate Fly is that I wish there was a little pirate call on the little black Pirate fly.
2: Oh, you paint I'm sure
1: you could, or you could find a little sticker. But overall, I really, really enjoyed that game. Okay. Yeah. So now let's get into our main topic, which is brand loyalty. Which we got this topic from one of our friends
0: and like, listeners. And
1: listeners, am yeah. there. Bill, and he said he gave us a whole bunch of questions, and we're just gonna kind of go from there. We're gonna yep. go wild. And the first question is, do you have a brand, company, or designer that you are
0: loyal to? I have a few. Okay, so for companies, I love yellow games. Mm -hmm. I think they do solid games, uh, especially ones that I can get our kids or group members to play. Mm -hmm. Um, They always have solid components.
1: Um, When you say solid components, solid games, what do you mean? buy that? Like, are you talking...
0: You Great know, quality. I mean, quality. you get cool stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool components. Um, for instance, Kanagawa. What uh, is Kanagawa? Kanagawa is a painting game. Okay. And it's set, I think, in Japan or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you get these little um, pots that have a little paintbrush in them. Mm-hmm. And then the player mat, or the the game mat, is uh, Kind of like a bamboo um, playing net. Mm-hmm. It, it rolls out. It's it's just stuff like that. It's very thematic. Um, they usually don't fall short on my expectations.
2: Yeah. Yellow is
0: like my number one company. That if they come out with a game, chances are I'm probably going to get it. Yeah. And they're great for filler games too.
1: They are. They have you know the longer games, and then I think they have the shorter games. You know, especially like King of Tokyo, we've been talking about that game for a while now.
0: Yeah, we have two versions of King of Tokyo. We've got the first edition and second edition. Mm-hmm.
1: But that game can go anywhere between, like, what, 15, 20 minutes to yeah, I mean, an hour? Yeah, it just depends
0: on if I, if I really got my, uh, my if groove you, on.
1: If you swipe everybody out in like yeah. like 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, if I, if I, if I annihilate everybody and I amped up, then then you guys won't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, I'm down on my game, and Cassie's up on her game, and then it's just uh, you guys are cannon fodder, and we're just going to go at it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Besides Yellow, what other games do you Like, brands, or whatever?
0: Um, One that stick out, stick out in my head are uh, Renegade Games. They've really kind of amped it up a notch.
1: And this is a company, yeah. right?
0: Yep. So, like... Yellow Games. Mm-hmm. It's just a publisher uh, game company. Um, so Renegade Games, they, they put out Lotus, the card game, which is a very fun game.
1: Oh, we haven't played that in a while.
0: No, we haven't. Um, they did Fuse, which is a series of games, which mm-hmm. I would love to get to the table. So Fuse is the first of the games, and that is where you're rolling dice to defuse a bomb.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, I think it's Five minutes five five or fifteen mm-hmm. there's a five in there yeah <laughs> and there's a timer app you can do to, to make it more thematic but basically you just you have a timer um, and the, you're defusing this bomb you're on a spaceship and the sequel game for that is flatline and the bomb has gone off in that game
2: mm-hmm.
0: where you are doing collateral damage now okay and so it's a cooperative game and it's dice rolling and, and you're you're doing um, you're doing dice placement, so you're like you're a team of medics, I'm a team of medics, or, or engineering, or whatever, and so we're trying to to put down these system shutdowns as quick as possible. And so it it, it seems like an interesting, and I'm not sure what the other other game is. Um, that one I I had found uh, in the used section at uh, Game Chest,
1: which is the local game yep. store we have here in yep. the town. Um, are there any? So you talked about Companies that you like? Is there any brands?
0: Like the developers? No,
1: that's like a. De- I'm thinking a designer, but I'm thinking more like Munchkin type games or Risk type games.
0: Oh, yeah. Or
1: deck builder type games.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty versatile on uh, on my likes. I'm not. I'm not set in one particular game okay. format. I I like anything and everything. Until either something ruins a game for me or someone ruins a game for me, mm-hmm. it's uh, I I will try anything out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've tried role playing a couple times. Role yep. playing just is not for me. I, I don't care for it, mm-hmm. um, and I know that now. So um,
1: you had an inkling before you even did well, that, that you didn't
0: really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy watching it on TV. <laughs> and and I, I enjoy hearing about people playing it, but as far as playing the role playing games, that's just not for me. Right. So I just I don't get into it as, as much as some other people do. I would much rather play a board game or a card game mm-hmm. than than an RPG. Um I I love deck builders. Uh legendary. I have <laughs> I have all the legendaries except for Buffy the Vampire Slayer and x files which is probably only a matter of time before i end up picking up those two <laughs> and then buffy the vampire player they had that on sale at miniature market so mm-hmm. I, was, I was very i had to turn away because it was a really good deal but i don't ever see myself playing that one x files i could probably get my uncle to play that one because he's a big x files fan so um and and legendary is a is a fairly simplistic deck builder i mean all deck builders are 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 fairly easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it just you have to kind of have to have a knack for them. Uh, Legendary, I like them because there's a storyline yeah. in the deck builder. So it's not just a deck builder of my deck's going to defeat your deck. No, it's a cooperative game. that you are going through a storyline. So we all fail or we all win. And at the end, if we all win, then there's a sole victor because of victory points.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that is why I like Legendary in the deck building aspect. Um, risk, love risk, always loved risk, and I usually if I see a risk game that's not too bad, or if I don't have it, then I'll pick it up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I and like the, the risk legacy, love that. Uh, I think we're about halfway through the legacy
2: games. Played that in a
0: long we haven't long played time. it in a long time. It, problem is finding people right. that want to play it, and then when you get everyone together, then you know everybody's bought. So many games between the times that you played, and so they all want to play their new games, and you've got hundreds of games that you haven't gotten to the table, and and then you're just like, well, yeah, okay, let's play your games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So do I get to talk about my brand loyalty? Yes. What's
0: your brand loyalty?
1: Do you really have to ask?
0: What is it, what's what's a company that you really like?
1: Disney. Okay. And Harry Potter. Okay. And Steve Jackson. All right. I don't know if he's a company or a designer or
0: whatever. but All of the above? All of the above. So why, why, let's go with Disney. Why do you like the Disney stuff?
1: Because it's that nostalgic value for me. Disney holds a very, very special place in my heart. And that's, I don't want to go down like a dark road, especially when we're talking about Disney, because it's, it's a happy thing. Disney makes me happy. Disney's my go-to happy. If I'm feeling down,
0: if I watch a Disney movie,
1: or just think of it, and I'll be happy.
0: I'm not really understanding, and I, I think our listeners are curious now. What is the dark road? What's the dark road of Disney?
1: There isn't a dark road. Is there road, a dark road? There isn't a dark road of Disney. It's just a dark past of mine that just when I don't want to go down that road. It's
0: interesting. Apparently, my wife has a dark past that she doesn't want to tell me about.
1: You know it. I just don't want to do, talk about it. All. all
0: right very confused, but apparently we'll discuss it later. We'll discuss it later. <laughs> okay, and um, let's go on with this. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's deal with Harry Potter? It's
1: just a nostalgic value. You know, I'm rereading the books now, and well, I'm listening to them, and if you want to listen to a very good book, you can listen to Harry Potter, and it's read by Jim Dale.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what, if you really want to read or listen to a really good book, you should listen to John Forden's uh, Colony series.
1: But he's sci-fi,
0: which is amazing, and
1: I'm not really into sci-fi. It doesn't matter. I know. Yeah, cause you're really you're, you're gonna get it.
0: hooked. You're really enjoying okay. it.
1: Um, and then Munchkin, Munchkin is something that you shared with me, and that's just you know something that brought us together. And
0: yeah, I mean. That is a great game that brought us together. We love to kick down doors together, Mm -hmm. and I love to play cards on you that make you have a monster worth 50 points of damage, and then you lose the game, and I win. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't think I've ever won Munchkin, but I still play it.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, in your defense, you're just really bad at Munchkin.
1: Wow. (laughs) Feeling the love in the game room, the Average Joe's game room tonight. Feeling the love. Absolutely, feeling the
0: love. Don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll not let you play, um, Lunchman again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just so you don't lose.
1: Have you ever divorced a brand?
0: Ooh. Um. Yes. Um. I cannot remember. I think it was Rio Grand Games that put out Ricochet Robots. Mhm. And once I played that game, I despised it. <laughs> and are you
1: talking the game? Or the game, talking... but
0: that made me really question the company. Okay. Like, there's some games that, and you know, like Ravensburger. You know, they do some solid games. Mm-hmm. But then there's games, and this could be said about any company. Right. That, what were you thinking when you put out this game? Or what were you thinking that you, you know, it's just... It's a horrible game. And for me, Ricochet Robots is that horrible game. Because I love Rio Grande games. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's who put that one out. It's either that or Ravensburg. But since then, I haven't really bought many of either one of their games. Okay. So it's, I don't know, that's one of of mine that's just really... I think that's, for me, that's what does it, is... Is if you really like a company, but then you end up playing a game that's just, why did you create this game?
1: Is it, yeah, I can see that. I don't, I don't think I've ever, like, divorced a brand or anything like I've divorced
0: that. people. I mean, does that count?
1: No. Exactly. Okay, because I mean, i got
0: two divorces under my belt.
1: There's, <laughs> there's definitely munchkin versions that I don't need to play versus,
0: Oh um, no 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 no! You need to play them all. No. Yeah.
1: There's other versions where it's like, well, I'll play it, but I'd rather play this version than Munchkin
0: Impossible. Munchkin
1: Impossible. I don't know if we've ever played that
0: one. Ah, uh, it's one of the first ones I bought. That and the Good and the Bad and the Munchkin. No. Okay. I don't think you played that one either. I know I played that one with my parents. I
1: think so. That's
0: the Western Munchkin. We one.
1: usually play regular Munchkin. Yeah. Munchkin Booty. That's yep. the best version you bought for
0: me. Yep. But I, I just recently got Space Munchkin. And then we got the Unicorns and Friends. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Oz. Munchkin Oz. And Spell
2: School.
0: And Spell School, yep. And then um, Moops. Mm-hmm. Monsters Mashup. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm trying to think what else. We've well, got quite a few. We've got uh, the... the um, oh... Munchkin Gloom. That one's fun.
1: Yeah, that one's really fun.
0: Um, We have Munchkin Quest. We've never made it through that. Mm-hmm. I bought that one when Mark was here. Yeah,
1: we tried to play that one a couple of times.
0: Yeah, and there was just too many rules for you. Mm-hmm. So. We tried to play it with the kids, and the kids just weren't getting it. Yeah, let's blame blaming it on the kids. <laughs> I probably won't be waking up tomorrow morning, just so you know. <laughs> oh, <how> silly. <laughs> Brewing. All right.
1: Okay, so, what is quality to
0: you? Ooh, quality. Um, first thing I look at is the box. The yep. artwork, uh, the quality of the box. Uh, for instance, Restoration Games came out with Fireball Island. A lot mm-hmm. of people have problems with the box. Yep. I like the box, because for me, it looked retro. Yeah. The inside of the box was just corrugated cardboard. I was okay with that. It, it suited the game. It was a retro look, and that was good. Uh, other games, I look at the, the quality of the box, the artwork, uh, what goes into that. From there, you open up what kind of tray insert it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, tray in- inserts are a pretty big deal. Um, I'm kind of conflicted on card sleeving, you know, mostly because I don't let my games leave the house very much mm-hmm. anymore. And so card sleeving is really not a problem for me. Um, on some games where there is a lot of cards, I do do tend to card sleeve those. You're legendary. Right, yeah. just um, you know, they they get moisture mm-hmm. on the fingertips, the oils from the fingers, um, that kind of stuff. But I've got so many games that card mm-hmm. sleeving is just not an option. You know, it's I would spend a lot, a lot of money on card sleeves and and a lot of time doing that. And then the games aren't going to hit the table, mm-hmm. so for me, what's the point? Um, so the tray insert is, is kind of a big thing for me, Mm -hmm. uh, to keep the stuff in, in its space. But if they don't have a tray insert, that's not the worst thing in the world. If there's enough room in the box to put all the stuff in either baggies or little, uh, containers, stuff like that. Um, from there, I go into the card quality, uh, the thicker card stock, uh, what the artwork looks like on it. Um, what kind of finishes on the card. Uh, from there, I go into the pieces. You know, or are they cardboard pieces? Or are they plastic? Or are they wooden? What kind of cardboard pieces are they? Are they cheap, thin, little... I don't, I don't even know if I'd call it cardboard, but it's almost like a thick cardstock. Um, or are they a nice, solid cardboard piece? You know, that's kind of what I look at in quality of any kind of game. So... Yeah, answer your question. (laughs) Do you prefer,
1: like, dice that have it engraved, or like the dice where, like, one of the HAPA games that we got
0: screen printed?
1: Kathleen, no, it's not screen printed. You had to put stickers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So
0: there's there's three types of of dice that um, I I would prefer engraved Mm -hmm. dice, hands down.
1: Like the warriors type. Thing.
0: Yes, engraved uh, painted dice are are number one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, from then it's it's screen printed, and then the very very crappy version of you have to sticker your own dice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a toss up really between that and screen printing because both of them are not going to last if you play that game heavily. Yeah. Obviously, if you if you play it a couple times and it goes back on your shelf, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. But engraved, the engraved dice are, are top-notch. Okay. So And it also costs more, too. So if you're going to have engraved dice, you're probably going to be paying a little bit more for that game.
1: Okay, so since we're talking about quality, when you think about quality, what is the first company that comes to mind?
0: For me, it's it's Yellow.
1: Is that just because we've been playing a lot of Yellow games, or is this just because you... Been looking through your
0: games and thinking no, about it. Uh, well, you know when I look through games, it's it's yellow is kind of the the top notch for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, from there, it's kind of like Days of Wonder, uh, Fantasy Flight does pretty good with their their stuff, but there's a lot of companies that they focus all of their quality on the miniatures. So the the miniatures, the characters
1: okay give me an example of a company that focuses on their miniatures
0: well fantasy flight or games workshop okay so they they have they're heavy on their miniatures so some of their other components kind of fall short because they're so focused on the miniatures and a lot of people forgive that because the miniatures are so amazing mm-hmm. that they might chimp out on the cards or the cardboard components because the miniatures are are top-notch. I'm not a huge miniatures guy, so I would rather have all the components be a decent quality and consistent than deal with the uh, miniatures. So. Okay.
1: So, do you have many titles? Do we have a lot more yellow games than we do any other games, or is it like a good mixture?
0: I would say I probably have a majority of or a higher number of yellow games. Mm-hmm. Um, just they, they make a lot of filler games. Mm-hmm. And I typically get most of those. Uh, and they're, they're easier to teach other people as well. And so that's probably a big reason why I have quite a few yellow games. Mm-hmm. Um, I have quite a few. Days of Wonder. Uh, Renegade. Fantasy Flight. Um, other. I mean, I've got... Obviously, I've got uh, a lot of games, <laughs> so I have a pretty wide variety of publishers. I mean, Z-Man, I have a lot of their games. Um, I don't even know if Rio Grande games exists anymore, mm-hmm. um, but I have I have a lot of games, and and some of them are for they're like indie publishers, mm-hmm. so might only have one of their games because they only have one game. Uh, like Card Lords, they have four games and I have three of them and the fourth one is just ended on Kickstarter. So, stuff like that. So.
1: Okay. Do you have anything else that you want to ramble on about?
0: <laughs> I have lots of stuff I ramble about. about. I know, you. but
1: about brand loyalty and things like that. How about you? No, I'm pretty good.
0: You're pretty good? Mm-hmm. Are you?
1: No, not really. Okay. Not feeling the greatest tonight, but you know, powering through.
0: Are you? No. I think that four-hour nap on the couch really helped you.
1: You did not take a four-hour nap on the couch.
0: <laughs> you say you didn't. I didn't. But uh, the clock tells otherwise. Really. Yeah.
1: Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs>
0: um. Well, I mean, what do you? You you went into the Harry Potter mm-hmm. and well, Munchkin. So mm-hmm. what what about you? What what would make you um, question those games? Because like they just came out with a Harry Potter um, Munchkin. Code, names Munchkin and the code names and Munchkin. Yeah, that's right. So mm-hmm. obviously you're you're sold already on the Munchkin Harry Potter because that's two brands that you really like. Yep.
1: And the code names, I really like that number one because. Um, if we have two code name games, the Disney one and the Marvel one. I have not played the Marvel one, but we have played the Disney one and I really, really enjoy it. So I'm assuming that they will do the same with the Harry Potter code name. Now Munchkin, I'd actually have to like look at the box to see what they've done.
0: See, I am not a fan of code names. I'll play it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I suck at code names. Right. You I am horrible. So, and I don't know if it's just the people I play with or what, but if I see something and just like Dixit or um, Mysterium, you know, I see different things in the cards than other mm-hmm. people. So I may say something, and then they don't even see what I see. Yeah. That's because I'm a beautiful mind. Whatever. <laughs>
1: No, I really, um, the Harry Potter game does a battle for Hogwarts.
0: Yeah, I really like that one, and that's a that's a deck builder.
1: Yes, it is. It's it's kind of a different deck builder where you, each time you start a new year or a new round, you have to go back to your original character deck, mm-hmm. which I have issues with sometimes. But if you're playing with four players, it's not that bad. But if you're only playing, like, two players, it can get a little difficult to beat the the villain. Right. You know, I love the little...
0: Uh, See, I think if we home rule that a little bit, if you could do Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and then I bring in Ash, and every villain we come up to chainsaw and the boomstick comes out we win sure every time no I don't think you see I the don't. importance of this
1: I would like to play that game soon with the expansion that you got me for and
0: Monster. what does the expansion add
1: it adds um I think it's monsters
0: ash and the evil dead
1: no it's not ash and the evil dead two completely different universes. it adds
0: the necronomicon Oh, trust me. You can put Ash into anything, and it works. I'm sure. It does.
1: Yeah, like... I'm going to
0: homebrew everything we play now.
1: Yep.
0: It's going to be it's gonna be Ash.
1: Since you saw the Evil Dead musical, you're all like, oh, know, everything can... Be yeah, Evil I wasn't Dead.
0: a fan of the Evil Dead musical. Uh, I'm glad I saw it,
1: you but... You like some music. To a point. To a point. So yeah. A certain you like. But you'll get that with any musical.
0: Yeah. Except I just think Bruce Campbell's the man. And it sucks that his show got canceled. Except
1: for again. Um, Phantom of the Opera most of the songs on there are pretty good. Yeah.
0: Because mm-hmm. Gerard Butler's the man. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the other musical that I like? Uh, Mamma Mia. Yes. And that, uh, that one. Oh, wait. Now, Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. And then there's Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Yep. And I did not like Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. No, we're going
1: on a tangent here. We're talking about movies, musicals.
0: I could not stand that one.
1: I liked it, but it's it's one of those movies where, yes, I like it. I'm glad we own it. I'm glad we have it. I'm glad I watched it. Will I watch it as much as Mamma Mia? Probably not,
0: because it's a very
1: sad Whereas Mama Mia is. Were you
0: bawling like a baby? Yes, I was. Okay, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I don't remember much of that movie because I think I, couldn't stand it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mama Mia was good. And here's the reason why I liked Mama Mia. I liked the guys singing. Mm-hmm. The rest of it could have done without it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you pulling your hair out of my beard? Just
1: little ones.
0: You got a white one right there. Yeah, I got white hair. Mm-hmm. I'm brilliant, like a beautiful mind over here. Of course you are. Yeah.
1: Now, getting back to board games, because this is what this podcast is about. Oh. We want to talk
0: about movies. We need to make another podcast. Did we, um, did we tell everybody that I got Champions of Midgard? That was one of the games that I received.
1: I think we missed out on Champions of Midgard and Mountains of Madness. Yeah,
0: because I got those last week. Yeah, Um, um, so Champions of Midgard I'd gotten... And Mountains of Madness, and then the Tiny Epic uh, Kingdoms, Heroes Call, I mm-hmm. think it is. It's an expansion mm-hmm. to Tiny Epic Kingdoms. Okay. So, those are the other ones that I got. And I got to
1: punch
0: Yes, you did. And I actually have quite a few games in the shelf that we punched. So. <gasps> now you just have to find them because they took all the wrappers off. Uh. Yep. So. People. Yep. Yep. So we are still giving away a game. Mm -hmm. So we will be announcing the winner of that next week's podcast. So we have one more week of entries.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And And
2: all all you have
0: to do to enter is either tell us something from episode six or this episode. Which is episode six. Yes. Tell us something that you heard or you liked in those episodes and uh, send an email to averagejoesgamingpodcast at outlook.com and you'll be entered into a drawing. Uh, If you live in Sioux Falls, I will hand deliver it. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you live out of town, out of state, internationally, Uh I will send it and I will pay for the shipping. So, you get a free game.
1: Free game. What yep. free game Did we decide?
0: Yes. It was Munchkin Spell School. Okay. So, and we have more free games because your husband buys multiple copies.
1: Not like a ton
0: of multiple copies. No, but uh, it's just one of those things where I forget I have something and then it's really cheap, and so I buy it. Mm-hmm. So, in our upcoming giveaways, and I, I'm very specific on this, we're not giving away these now, but... To listen in the future, because I will not be announcing ahead of time when we're giving away games, but the games we will be giving away are Moops Monster Mashup, Munchkin Oz, Battle Ball, the game, Dead Fellas, the card game, and a Blood Bowl First Edition. It's used, and a few of these games are used, but they're free games. So... And they are all complete, to the best of my knowledge. So, uh, the Blood Bowl, I had gotten from Africa, and um, I have two copies of that, so that's why we'll be giving away one of those, but we're not doing that right now. Mm-mm. Right now, we, right are now giving... we are giving away Spell School, oh. so continue to listen. We are on all of the major formats. We are on Amazon TuneIn, Amazon Echo, Apple iTunes. We're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, and I think that's it. Yep. Block? We're on Block? Yep. Okay. Um,
1: what events do we have coming up at the end of the month? We
0: have, uh, well, not really the end of the month, but at the beginning of January.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the Lakes Area Gaming Fest. Yep. Or Games Fest, I okay. In Okoboji, Iowa. Yay! And that is two-day event. We'll be leaving after I get off work on Saturday.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it will be ending on Sunday.
1: You just, I'm that
0: okay. But that is the next cool convention we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be some giveaways and some game demos and playtesting down there. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? I'm just excited to get away. So I have a question for you. What? What do you think about Mike McCarthy getting fired?
1: That is a completely different podcast. I don't care. You don't care? No. Then why can't we talk, have a completely just Marvel Monday podcast? Where we talk about Marvel movies.
0: Because we talk about games and then a little bit of everything else. Hmm. Yep. So what did you think about Mike McCarthy getting fired today? He's not really here. I think he should have gotten fired a long time ago. Well,
1: yeah, I think he should have gotten fired like two, three years ago, but, you know, I really don't watch
0: football. I don't watch football this year very much. Oh, okay. Good to know. No. Well, if any of our listeners want to talk to me about uh, what they think about in football, you sure can uh, send an email over to Gaming Podcast at com and I will uh, converse with you on that. Mm
1: -hmm. What's our next topic going to be?
0: I have not decided yet, but, uh, oh, okay. Apparently you have.
2: (laughs) Yes, I have.
0: Our next topic will be favorite two-player games. Mm -hmm. And I have quite a few of those. Yep. Yes. Cthulhu realms being one of them. Hero realms, star realms, and we'll save that for the next podcast. Okay. All right. So is that, uh, is that everything? I think so.
1: Did we make our time quota?
0: Well, I mean, we could ramble on for another 45 minutes. I
1: don't want to ramble for but 45 minutes.
0: I think that's it for us tonight. Yay. So
1: good night, everybody.
0: Until next time.
1: I'm
2: Jessie, and I'm Joe.